Hey, Diz After Dark listeners. I want to invite you all to join us over on ScareZone, Halloween Horror Nights podcast. ScareZone is a news, interview, history, and commentary podcast all about Universal's premier Halloween event. It's hosted by fans and experts like me, Logan Seculo, former WWE superstar Scotty Too Hottie, and Diz After Dark's own Chris Ripley. Subscribe however you get podcasts and head over to ScareZone.com for more information. We here at the show are proud supporters of Diz After Dark. And remember, keep your eyes closed and your ears open on ScareZone. Welcome to uh, Disaster Dark. I'm Nick, and we are recording this show on the day that America has voted for a new president-elect. Um, as we have a lot of American listeners, um, it would be remiss not to discuss this. So uh, some of you out there will be happy with what's gone on, and some of you will be sad. Uh, but with that said, just wanted to say a few things at the start of this episode. Um, so firstly, we are all better than this. So no matter what your viewpoint... Um, you know, we can get through this, we've, we've you know, done it already once this year, um, and just try and make the best of a bad situation if you're on that side of the fence, um, or don't gloat too much if you're on the other side of the fence and you're, you're pleased with the result. Um, secondly, to all of America, uh, thank you for taking the focus off of Brexit, uh, really <laughs> appreciate that. Uh, the next beer is on us, uh, by us, I mean Craig. Um, and thirdly, um, I think we should, of course, uh, offer congratulations to uh, the WWE Hall of Famer and owner of the second best you're fired in the showbiz industry, uh, our new <laughs> president-elect Donald J. Trump. Uh, I hope by saying this um, that we are not in danger of being grabbed by the pussy. And with that said, <laughs> I am joined by, as you can hear in the background, Mr. Chris Ripley. Hi, um, I'm Chris Ripley and I'm going to scare the hell out of you. <laughs> There you go. Any questions? Any questions? (laughs) That's uh, that wasn't something I was expecting. So, uh, so so cheers. You all imagined me doing the dance, right? Then didn't you? Hundred percent. Yeah, obviously. I'm not uh, sure whether you were David S. Pumpkins or one of the skeletons, though. <laughs> David S. Pumpkins, obviously. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the common choice. Even That's who I voted for. Well, well, we weren't allowed to vote, obviously, being uh, in Britain. But but yes, that that is something. Um, Mr. Paul Washington is here as well. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Too bad. 
Good, good. And finally, we have, not Craig, he's busy working, but uh, Miss Boston White's Amanda, how are you? I'm awesome. And I'm more than fine with Chris's introduction. Like, I can't even handle that you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to lighten the mood, haven't we? All these people being depressed and... That's right. You know, moaning about stuff that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, it's, it's Brexit part two, isn't it? Um, it is. It's, it's Brexit for America. Um, by the way, the show is sponsored by um, Pussy, Donald Trump's, Donald Trump's favourite <laughs> drink. Uh, that's Pussy. Grab life by it. Um, but... <laughs> Funny enough, that's not actually, this isn't what I'm actually going to be drinking tonight. Um, so guys, what are you drinking? Well, I'm not drinking pussy, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking, I've got to be up early, so I'm drinking uh, Highland Spring again. Highland Spring, a good choice. Yeah. Uh, of course, other energy, energy drinks are available, of course. Uh, Mr. Washington. Uh, I'm struggling with a little bit of a cold, so just some lemonade tonight. Lemonade. Right, Miss White, come on. We got Obviously, bored. And I feel like an alcoholic, because why am I the only one that's ever drinking? No, you're not. Tonight, I am also drinking. Yeah. Uh, so, for Facebook Live, for those that are watching this on Facebook Live, here is a glass. Uh, here is a bottle of gin. Other brands of gin are available. Um, but not if they want to sponsor podcasts, in which case we'll just say yours. Um, this is just uh, a regular bottle of Gordon's. There you go. Um, I'm using that because it's not it's average gin. It's not it's not particularly good gin. Um, and with that, um, I have Old Faithful. Yes, Cherry Pepsi Max. Yay! Um, so I'm making my version of a Scroobius, which is a drink that Scroobius Pip invented, uh, which is Pepsi Max uh, and gin. So I'm giving this a go, and it could be it could be nice, it could be terrible, but either way, I'm going to give it a go. So cheers, everybody. So Amanda, don't feel don't feel so bad. You know, I'm, um, okay. I'm drinking as well, and it's it's been recorded. Uh, so this, this is going out live, nice. so people can actually witness that I have done this. It's not a lie. Um, so, I mean, I suppose the 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 best news uh, from today, cheers, is the fact that um, we're going to have a new addition to the Hall of Presidents. No, 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 no. I tell you what it is. I think. That the whole Trump thing yeah. was orchestrated by Disney, right? Bear with me. Okay. As a cover-up to the bad news story that actually happened today. Is I'm um, just guessing. Uh, is this to do with Toblerone? No, because it's Disney. The bad news is they're keeping Disney Quest open. <laughs> I'm going to see the yeah. bad news in this. You know what I'm, a day! You know what a day of very Disney bad news. Quest. Well, well, we'll talk about Disney Quest in a minute because that is some kind of breaking news, I suppose, of sorts. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think everyone assumed going to bed last night, or at least in the UK, or staying up in America, thought that we were going to have our first female in the the uh, what's it? Is it called a Hall of Presidents? Yes. I, I say it like that because I've never done it. I haven't either. <laughs> I'm such a Brit. I'm sorry. Never done it. But surely he's not going in the Hall of Presidents. He's going in the, the building next door, isn't he, with the Muppets? Hey! Hey, hey! But I mean, you know, he's already in a Hall of Fame, as I mentioned at the top of the show. He's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Is there a more prestigious Hall of Fame than that? Yes, the Hall of Presidents, obviously. But otherwise, the Hall of Fame, the WWE one, that doesn't actually exist, 
um, as a physical building, you know, is. Didn't they toy with doing uh, a WWE Hall of Fame restaurant instead of um, that? I think that's alcoholic that drink, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Instead of um, the um, toothsome. Yes, that. Well, that was the rumor. That's where that was going to go. First of all, I heard it was going to be on iDrive, and then I heard it was going to be where that was, uh, and, it's, and it's not for some reason. Um, Kevin Curtis Allen, by the way, has just said he, he will be the first president that looks more real in wax. <laughs> Which yeah, is probably, probably true, actually. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened with that. I mean, it, it's, it seems to have gone nowhere, but I, I would like to assume at some point they will actually do something, because... Um, it's po- you know, what's the point of having a Hall of Fame if it's just virtual? That's like us creating a Hall of Fame. Uh, Amanda is the first um, woman uh, host on the show. I'd like to elect you to be in the, the DAD Hall of Fame. Ah, sweet. Well, I think you, you can safely say Amanda has broken the glass ceiling. She has broken the glass ceiling. Yes. That's yeah, all the glass. Sorry? And what does that even mean? I don't know. It's something they've the commented Yeah, that, the, the glass ceiling is, uh, is is trapping all women. It's it's stopping all women from achieving greatness, the glass ceiling. You've got to break on through to the other side. All right. As, uh, <laughs> Where did that analogy actually come from originally? I believe it was the end of uh, Child in the Chocolate Factory, the book. Because um... in that... They break through the, the, the roof, don't they? The glass roof. That's right. Yeah. So possibly that. I don't know. Um, Danny says he predicts it will take the six-month refurb of the uh, Hall of Presidents just to make the wig for Donald Trump. I, I'm sure it won't take that long, actually. Do you really think so? Haven't they got a, a, a waxwork of him in Madame Tussauds in Orlando? Yes, I'd imagine so. Yeah. Just repurpose that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've got to make it animatronic. Yeah. Got I don't think they have because I think it was announced today that they're they're building one. Oh, hmm. oh right, okay. So, do you reckon they're just yeah. they're just taking the Hillary one that they've they've been working on for the last six months? I'm just gonna like, <laughs> <laughs> just put a wig on it. Orange it up and put a wig on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's been an interesting day. Uh, I mean, Kevin Curtis Allen um, asked the question, is the US result good for DLP? Now, I think when I was certainly talking about this coming up, um, I assumed that what would happen is that uh, Hillary would, would win and, and everything would kind of stay the same as it was. Um, because it's been a, a shock of sorts um, to a lot of people. I mean, I did actually... Uh, I had been saying for a few weeks that I thought Trump was going to win, just because. Yeah, we were all. I think we called it, didn't we, on this show? I think we did. I think we did. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't uh, as shocked as I was. I wasn't too shocked because I was uh, assuming that might happen. Um, but the, well, the... Mal, but he's blaming his dog. Dear <laughs> 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 dog. Yes, help us, dog. As as Malibu would say. Um, said actually not would say he did actually say that legitimately did say that look on his Facebook um, but you know what I what I expected to happen when the the floors opened this morning um, around the financial districts that um, we would see quite a decline in uh, the dollar 
uh, which doesn't seem to have happened. Um, it's it's kind of gone up and down a little bit like a, a bit of a yo-yo, but it's not actually um, it's not gone too crazy. It's, is it one point two five moment? One point two four? It was. It's it's been around yeah, that for the last that. few weeks. Well, I think when, when Amanda and I were were in uh, Orlando, it was one point two maybe one point two one. Yeah, it went down a bit as well over there. Yeah, well, it, well, I think it did. But to be honest with you, it's not a massive difference, 1.2 to 1.25, is it? I guess. No, not, no, not really. No. Um, but yeah, it could do with going back to $2.10 to the pound, just saying. That would be nice, oh, yeah. As it used to be. That was that was a good year. That was a, that was a very good holiday to Orlando, don't you? <laughs> that, was, that was the year I spent hundreds of dollars in Virgin Megastores. Hundreds of dollars. Shocking. See, that's that's the problem. They've all disappeared because you haven't been there. Correlation, yeah. then. Yeah, you yeah you could be right. Actually, I did actually. Um, I made because the Orlando one went, and I felt so guilty when my mother-in-law that year went to New York. Um, I made her get me a Virgin Megastore's New York T-shirt. <laughs> and uh, and then that closed shortly afterwards as well. So. I like it. That's, 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 that's the thing, though. Uh, by the way, by Facebook, kind of. Um, I one thing I don't kind of understand is is, and I think we said this before, is where have all those shops gone? Mm. Because I, I don't, I you know, now you have to go to Best Buy or Target or Walmart if you want to buy something like that. Otherwise, you've got to. You know, order it online. Which, I know, you know, don't get me wrong. I order lots of stuff online, but. I just think it's such a shame that all these shops have gone. Yeah. Sad state of affairs. It's all becoming Amazon. It is all becoming Amazon. And of course, they're opening shops. Are they? Yeah, there's a few, there's a few Amazon shops, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Why? I, I, to be honest, I think they're, they're mainly there to, to, for people to pick stuff up. Yeah. I think I'm not sure I've not investigated the Amazon shop I don't think we have one in the UK I think this is only um, elsewhere but I'm not entirely sure yeah. uh, but yeah but that's, that is a thing I suppose it makes sense because I mean I, I use Amazon lockers all the time when are they going to start doing their drone service when you order something and delivers it to you within 30 minutes well, it doesn't, does it? Because it'll just get shit out of the sky. <laughs> Something BB gun, blow it out of the sky and hope for the best. Oh, God, it's a now file. You know, but they could luck out and get an Xbox. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, I mean, at, at the moment, um, I mean, I don't think there's going to be much difference to the status quo. I think um, DLP will pretty much be unaffected. I think that the real test will come in January when it happens. And let's be honest... Um, you know, this situation is extremely similar to Brexit. We joked about earlier. Um, you know, that was that was announced. The interesting thing about the presidency is, um, unlike uh, when an MP gets put into power, there's not this grace period. I don't understand actually what the what this period is between the, the decision being made and the handover. But we're what uh, November December. Uh, we're just just over three months before Trump becomes officially the president. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know how things work, but I mean, is it a done deal? Is there no way that this can be backed out of? I'm not saying him to back out of it, but I don't know if there's things that can be put into place. I know, obviously, if they wanted to go for a recount, that would happen, but it wasn't close enough for a recount. So, you know, I but I don't know if there's anything that can stop that happening. Someone shooting him? Well, yes, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of something quite as extreme as that. But yes, that that is one way of stopping it happening. Yes, and wow. it has been proved effective before. Um, we we do not on this show condone the assassination of actually anybody, not just uh, Donald Trump, but anyone in general. It's it's not really something we want to focus on too much. But um, yeah, I, I, I wasn't. I just wasn't sure if there was something that that might stop it happening in the same way that people voted Brexit. People cried. Um, and there's all this legal hoopla that's going on um, to what could end up being a decision that never actually follows through. And you don't want to follow through with a Trump. <laughs> well, you know what happens when you follow through with a Trump? That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. But I mean, go on. Sorry. No, I was, I was going to say, I, I mean, I thought, I mean, I, what surprised me, go back a few months, there's 300 million people living in America. Why is it that those two were the final two that made it through to become the candidates to be the most powerful person in the world? It's 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 a shocking it's a shocking set of events. Because the thing is, as well, there's there's one reason why Donald Trump won, in my opinion, mm. because he was up against Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree with yeah, that. 100%. I, I honestly think you could you know if you put Hillary Clinton up against Hitler, Hitler would have won. <laughs> and we'd we'll be, we'll be talking, we'd we'll be talking zombie Hitler as well. Do you know what I mean? Because he's obviously been dead a long time. Why? Like, why? Why? What's he done? Um, I mean, there's there's lots of things. I mean, obviously there's a whole email thing. We, you know, we're not going to go into all these kind of details because you, you can find that anyway. In fact, actually, Chris, who should they go and uh, see if they want to learn more about this kind of stuff? Uh, don't, oh, David S. Pumpkins? I don't know who. <laughs> Logan's brother. <laughs> oh, Logan's brother. Yeah, Logan, yeah, Logan's brother. He's he's a political commentator. He is. Yeah. And I was actually watching. Uh, I'm not sure if Logan listens to this show, but um, I was actually watching at uh, I don't know four four a.m. half past four this morning. I was actually watching Jay uh, Seculo's show on Facebook. Um, and at one point, it was uh, when I was watching. It was. Uh, 90,000 people also watching it on Facebook Live. When I did Facebook Live just then, I got 36 <laughs> people watching me at, at one time. Um, so I've got quite a way to go. Um, well, two, two things. Logan does listen to the show. So hi, Logan. Hi, Logan. Sorry. Hi, boss. Uh, and <laughs> second thing is, I think Logan was producing that show for him. So He was on it. Yeah, he was, he was, yeah. He was, uh, he was taking calls. He was mm. taking calls and passing through and adding a little bit of commentary. But yeah, um, but yeah, so I mean, you know, with, with the Clinton, there's a lot of stuff there, but I, I just think, you know, I remember when this election first gets off and, and yeah, Bernie Sanders, who everyone liked a bit, he looked like Larry David. Um, <laughs> and I think had he got the nomination that it would have been a one horse race. I really do think it'd been a complete whitewash. Um, and not the whitewash that people are, are saying that that's the reason why Donald Trump won. <laughs> Um, I just mean in the number of votes. 
Um, I think can, can I just say, right, you know when something bad happens, right, and yeah. you're watching the TV and you're transfixed with how bad something is, right, mm. and then your phone beeps and there's a text message and it's from one of your friends who's slightly deranged, a bit like our Craig, and they send you a really, really dirty, sometimes dirty, but really funny, but really bad text message. You know, you know what I mean? Yep. I had that message today from one of my friends, right? So nobody take offence to this. I'll tell you what it said. It said, in all this, I'll read it to you now. In all this, I feel sorry for Bill Clinton. Imagine all the 20-year-old interns that he won't get to meet now. <laughs> <laughs> and that oh. wasn't from Craig, but it was from another friend of mine who's very similar to Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly tall and scouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's it's true. I mean, it, it, it's funny because it's true. Um, in in the same way that you know, I, the other week I said, "How can you trust a man that left uh, a child lost in a hotel foyer?" Which is what Donald Trump did in the film Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. Oh, so he did. Yeah, yes. Didn't didn't think anything of a child asking the question, and instead let uh, Tim Curry scare him. Well, there's a reason not to vote for him straight away. Exactly. But we did. They, they did it en masse. They did in numbers. Um, and so that's it. But yeah, I, 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 to me, again, with the Brexit thing, you know, I, I, there's a lot of speculation at the moment of what's going to happen and what's not going to happen. Uh, interestingly, I think, uh, was the fact that his, his speech, uh, his winning speech, I don't know what they, they call it when they come out and announce, um, was actually uh, somebody somebody said it was the most presidential he'd sounded the whole campaign and <laughs> th- th- it was true actually I don't know any other way of describing it. it but you know let's be honest how much control the presidents have I've always kind of seen them in a bit like our, our prime ministers here in that they're a little bit of a puppet in that all the work's kind of done behind the scenes they're the one talking they're the ones uh, you know explaining what's going on and, and saying what they're going to do but people are putting the strings in the background well obama said the role of the president is just to make sure everyone else is doing their job hmm. that's what he said yeah it's a bit like um i mean i mean the, the comparable really is not theresa may it's probably the queen because hmm. she doesn't have inverted commas that much power but she does chair the Privy Council, and you do know that she's probably got her fingers in a few pies. Oh, yeah. I mean, I reckon she's got some cheeky shares in Dutchie. For example. <laughs> you know, probably. I don't think it's all, it's all Charlie's work. Um, but, of, of course, you know, another thing that, um, you know, people are already kind of expressing the fact that, you know, it's not even been 24 hours since the result was announced, and he's not actually present yet. And yet things are happening. So um, I was going to make a joke about this, but I've seen a picture on our Facebook group. Um, I'm going to I'm going to credit to that person as well. Um, but I have to go and, and find the image. So um, I'll kind of have to diver a little bit. God, how unprofessional. Although, when have we ever been professional on this show? That's, that's Never. I've got to say, Jed, on the, the run-up this, Jed, Jed, I, I've, I've got quite a few Facebook friends and obviously likes on, on Twitter and all the other stuff. Mm. And I, I saw lots of people 
either saying that they liked Trump and lots of people saying they didn't like Trump, but I never really saw many people knighting up for Hillary. Uh, yeah, it just seemed to be the Hollywood stars. Yeah, but in terms of actual people, because most of the people that, that I'm friends with are, are the UK or Florida-based. Mm. And of the ones that are in Florida, and I know Florida voted for Trump, but only just, which is, you know, it's a swing state. It goes both ways all the time. But I didn't see a huge amount of people in, in numbers talking about the positives of Hillary, but I did see a lot talk up Trump, and then a lot say they didn't like Trump. But it seemed to be very much focused on him rather than her. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Um, but no, Jed, uh, Jed Penner has um, sent through an image, and this definitely is a sign of things to come at Disney, I think. Uh, if you if you uh, look at the results today and you know what's been said in the, the campaign leading up to it, um, there is already in the Mexican pavilion a wall. And it's huge. <laughs> it's huge. Now, we don't, be know, okay. we don't know if the Mexican pavilion are paying for this wall. <laughs> uh, and actually, I like it's not very huge at all. Uh, it's it's definitely slightly taller than the average human. It might be slightly taller than Craig, actually, and that's about it. Um, but yeah, so I was going to make a joke about the fact that they were going to build a wall around the Mexican Pavilion, and it looks like they've already started. So uh, really taking today's results seriously. How unfortunate the timing is. <laughs> or perfect, whichever way you look at it. <laughs> but thank you for that picture, Jed. That's, that's, it was good to, good to see. Um Anyway, so, so you know, it, it's big news. I think it would be really odd of us not to talk about it, but, you know, we don't want to spend the whole show uh, talking just about that. So um, has there been much in the way of, of Disney news recently? I found it a bit quiet. Yeah, there's going to be a drone show. Oh. Yeah, okay. uh, Disney Springs. Can I, can I just say, right, with, with that news... And then Trump. Is this not the beginning of the Terminator movie? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. Cyberdyne somewhere is going to, you know, yeah. happen? Well, as Back to the Future predicted, comes with the World Series and, uh, you know, Biff Tannen, based on Donald Trump, uh, gets complete power. And, uh, you know, we're only a year late from what they predicted that we're there. Um, so, is this going to be a nighttime? I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be a nighttime show, Amanda. Yeah, it's just going to be like a, a light show in the night at Disney Springs. Like, I, I don't think there's much information about it yet. Okay. So I don't know a lot. But is that... <laughs> Sorry, Paul. I was just going to say, because they've got the, they've got the go-ahead to use it in the Magic Kingdom as well now. Mm. So I get the feeling it's a, a testing ground. A sign, of, a sign of things to come. Um, yeah. Can anyone remember a nighttime? show um happening at disney uh downtown disney before no excellent i'm uh, yeah okay um <laughs> i think i'm out of hit the nail on the head for everyone there so <laughs> it's 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 quite strange as you say paul it might it might just be it's a good place for a testing ground to see what they can do but um yeah, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's in some ways a good idea. I suppose it's a reason to make people stay a bit later. I, I don't know. Where hasn't I was going to say hasn't football at Disney Springs been woefully low from what they expected? Oh, 
I don't know. I've not heard anything about that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, sorry. It's not a, really a huge surprise because they've turned it into a premium outlet. Yeah. Well, they have, except that there's nothing outlet-y about it. Yes. It's, it's, yeah, it's like, not outlet pricey. It's, it's, it's premium. Yeah. <laughs> they've just crossed out the outlet bit. Um, but yes, I mean, that, that was definitely the vibe that I got from, from seeing it. Um, I'm surprised. I, I, I thought that was going to bring more people in. I think it probably will in time. I think maybe people have just got a bit fed up with the whole traffic situation. So maybe it's going to happen, but not just yet. I don't know. Is that is that still a um, a big issue then? They're still doing stuff. I mean, they have got a bridge opened and they've got a, a new exit off the freeway. I think that's all done. But they are still widening it, extending it and doing other stuff with it. It's not finished by any stretch. Right. Okay. Mm. Um, and I know the um, all the resort hotels are offering really cheap rooms uh, going right the way through the holiday period, which is a little bit unprecedented as well. That is strange. So does that also mean then that, you know, like Disney World itself is seeing... Uh, a, a bit of a low footfall then oh it wouldn't surprise me I mean uh, again um, Mr um, D is there now and, and uh, Epcot was at capacity last week um, he said it's the busiest he's ever seen it so where are these people staying if it's you know if it is that busy that, that is true it's universal nicking them mm. Well, staying on uh, the, the Disney Springs uh, thing, did anyone see um, what Craig posted a few days ago? No. Yeah. So um, it's it's to do with the uh, the Planet Hollywood Observatory. That was me that posted that. Was it you? Yeah. I apologise. That's why that's why no one answered and no one saw <laughs> it. Um, yeah. So so Paul. Um, what do you think about this? Uh, I quite like it. I'm quite glad they're sticking with the the same kind of theme mm. as such. Um, the the menu looks actually really quite good because they have brought in a, a celebrity chef for it. Yeah, they've brought uh, in uh, Guy Fieri, haven't they? Yeah. But they're still sticking to the the, the same type of menu, I think. Just the, just the menu looked quite good. It looked quite varied. With as much as you can with burgers and milkshakes and things. Well, I've always but, been, I've always been a fan uh, of Planet Hollywood, and I've said this before. Um, not so much a fan of Guy Fieri though, because uh, for those that don't know, Guy Fieri is uh, dining's diners, drive-ins, and dives. Now, from a UK <laughs> point of view. If you see if you see a show that's called Diners, Drive-Ins and Dives, you immediately think he must be going to some really crappy restaurants. But a dive is a dive bar, which is a kind of bar that sells food. Is that a bit like a dime bar? Uh, no, it's nothing like an armadillo. Uh, okay. Yeah. I like myself an armadillo. Yeah. Who doesn't love an armadillo? Um... So you've got that show, and you've got Man vs. Food, which is Adam Richmond. And I think that, depending on which one you discovered first, is where your allegiance lies. And I am an Adam Richmond guy. 
Yeah, me too. So yeah, I, I, I find Guy Fieri a little bit OTT. Um, mm. But, you know, at the same time, they've, they've you know, added some, some things, but they've kept on things like the LA lasagna, um, which I've always been a fan of, and uh, the Captain Crunch chicken, so that's good. So, yeah, I think it'll be um, a bit of a refresh, isn't it? It's a bit of a refresh. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, I hope it works. I've, I've got a soft spot for uh, for that place. Um, but Chris, I, you, oh, sorry. I was, was going to say, say, I actually saw them um, working on the building. Mm. And they've actually, the actual observatory, all, all they've done is they've put like this, uh, you know, like the Millennium Dome, you know, like that sheeting the roof's got. They've kind of wrapped it in, in this dark sheeting. Right. So the actual Planet Hollywood facade, the original one, is still there. It's just covered up. Oh. So it's still a globe-shaped restaurant then? Yeah, it's still exactly the same. They've just covered it in some gaffer tape. And is the stuff still outside? Uh, like, you know, the... Um, the uh, Bubba... Um, no, what is it? Forrest Gump boats. I should imagine all that stuff would go. I don't know. Um... Yeah, so Chris, you talked about it earlier. Um, it's, in fact, you know what? I think this show is going to be pretty heavy on Disney Springs. Um, <laughs> but Disney Quest. So yes. was, it, was it yesterday they put an announcement out? It was this week, wasn't it? Yeah. It, yeah, it did remind me of um, when they try and bury bad news when there's something else happening in the media. Uh, but I don't know if they said that the NBA deal was dead or that they just decided against it, or it's going to come, but it's not going to be for a few years. It sounds it, like it's dead. It does yeah. sound, yeah, I would agree. It does sound like it's dead. Yeah. I, I mean, I always thought it was a bit of an odd one, because, and, and Chris, Amanda, you're probably better to answer this than me, but whenever I was at Universal, the NBA City restaurant always looked <laughs> dead. It was. Yeah. So it always seemed a bit strange that they'd close a restaurant at Universal and then take on an even bigger building at Disney Springs. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make much or sense. It must, or it must be a similar... If it's, if it's not bigger, it must be a similar size. I would have thought it would be a bigger building, but, you know, either way, it seemed a bit odd. And I don't think um, that basketball is as popular now as it was 10, 15 years ago. It's still a popular sport, obviously. I know, I, I know it's still a popular sport, but it doesn't seem to be as culturally relevant now as it was you know, a few years ago. I mean, I say that because there hasn't been an NBA Jam game for ages. And, that, and that's how I base my, my views on things. <laughs> Um, but no, no, like you know, even over here, the popularity of it seems to have waned a little bit. And um, I think uh, they used to have, like the NFL do, they they used to have a couple of games, um, either friendlies or, or uh, a couple of league games they had as well, over in uh, the O2 in London. And I don't think they've done that this year either. Well, it's certainly been quiet if they have. So it, it seems a bit odd, but certainly from what I've read, it, it does look like that they just haven't found somebody to take the building on. I mean, I, I do feel sorry for the staff because supposedly these people are constantly being given their notice. 
So I'm not suggesting it's the same cast members that have been there for ages. Yeah. But it might be. I don't know. But it just seems as though every year, oh, we're shutting in a few months. Oh, no, we're not. We're going to stay open. So it's very confusing, I would have thought, for them. Yeah, I mean, no one wants that kind of uncertainty. It's the reason I left working in television. Because <laughs> I didn't <laughs> like that kind of stuff either. Um but yeah, I mean, I know it's 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 tired now, but you know, I, I have a soft spot for for, Gal- uh, for Galaxy Quest. I was going to say for uh, for Disney, <laughs> uh, yeah, for Disney Quest. But um, yeah, I, I think they just need to make a decision. I think the problem is is that it's probably better for them to keep it open and make a little bit of money than to close it, fire the the people working there, and then have it set empty there because it's a big old unit. Yeah. Big old unit. It is big. I'm sure in the back of their mind they must think we could probably separate this up into smaller buildings and then lease them out to people. You know, have the world's largest Apple store, Disney. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, so go, going back to um, what Amanda was saying about this, I found a little bit more information about this um, this drone show. That you mentioned um so it's part of a it's part of a bigger thing so um it's a christmas tree trail and holiday themed drone light show so that's definitely get, i think going to get people to have a look for it um and the scavenger hunt is uh, stitch themed which is obviously for people upset that stitch's great escape is soon to <laughs> no longer be a thing um so yeah, nightly tree license ceremony every evening at six pm. Plum that's early, isn't it? Yeah. But then I suppose they're doing it for when it starts to get a bit darker. I I, I suppose. Doesn't say when that's going to start, but it does say that Stitch's holiday gift hunt, which you know the name alone sounds like you're going to have to go into stores and buy stuff. Um, it's, it's, and this doesn't help Slaces start on Black Friday <laughs> so there you go um, it doesn't say what you have to do but once complete you uh, can visit a particip- participating location for a limited edition complete a button or as we say in the UK badge <laughs> badge badge we um, could make everybody a stitch badge it's fine they don't need to do it Maybe that should be our first badge. Um, badges, we don't need no stinking badges. Um, it's so, sorry. Holidays at Disney Springs will start November eleventh and run through to January eighth, twenty seventeen. I wonder why it's running so late into January. Now, because I mean, Disneyland Paris extend their holidays now, don't they? Yeah. Because of. Um, well, the, the, what I heard was because of Russian families where Christmas goes on a bit longer and they're spending a lot of time over there. Um, but, uh, yeah, that just that's a bit odd, isn't it? Mm. I don't, don't understand why. Mm. Anyway, enough about that. Uh, was there anything else that uh, has been going on that people wanted to talk about? Yeah. They've started to fill in the lake at Thunder Mesa at Disneyland Paris. Yes. Around Big Thunder Mountain, finally. 
Yes. Yes, they did. And uh, it's starting to look... Uh, it's starting to look good. It's starting yeah. to look like normal again. Yeah, because it looked absolutely fucking awful when I went in September. <laughs> was it absolutely not, dreadful. Because I know around the riverboats, they normally um, put things up there to kind of yeah. try stuff. But I suppose they can't do it the whole way around, can they? No, not certainly not for Phantom Manor. No, it's, it's too big an area anyway, isn't it? Yeah, you can you can see all of it from Phantom yeah. Manor. Oh. So you can see all the runners where the boat runs on and everything. Is, you know what? I never thought about that. Yeah. I never thought about that. But yeah, that course, of course that makes sense. Yeah. I just thought they were very skilled drivers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sadly not. It's, um, is, it, is it 12th of December it's, it's scheduled to open? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Uh. I shall see it at some point next year. Yes. Yeah, we must talk about it after Dark Trek, actually. Because otherwise it's never going to happen. Um, <laughs> and it'd be interesting, because they said that they the geysers were supposed to be fixed, didn't they? Yeah. So I suppose it's not long to find out if that's true. <laughs> It'll probably open and they'll be frozen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very true. At that time, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they'll just be like, oh, it's just frozen, and then they'll never turn them on again. Well, this is this is exactly why um, they like we've never had space uh, never had space mountain never had smash mountain yeah and I you know I I when people turn because you do get it every now and again you do get um, you see things on Facebook with people saying oh um, you know what attraction would you like to see at Disneyland Paris and people always go go Splash mountain and I I never understand it one I don't think it's that good it's a log flume no. a glorified log flume. Um, but secondly, because it's so cold, it can get so cold, it's only really any good for about six weeks of the year. Yeah. Why it certainly that? would be my pick. Well, the, the thing is, is when I was at Thorpe Park a couple of weeks ago, about all their rides, except for one, are outdoors. And you've got to think to yourself, hang on a minute, we live in the UK, the weather is crap nearly all year round. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, in Paris, I mean, I think it gets a bit more extreme. It's a bit more warmer in the summer and a bit colder in the winter. But surely more indoor stuff is, is better, isn't it? You would imagine so, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I suppose the other thing with with that is that it's not, it's, it's seasonal, isn't it? Like, Thorpe Park isn't open all year round. Isn't it? No. No. No, unlike... Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unlike, okay. unlike Disneyland Paris, but oh, don't get me wrong, I mean, it's that still doesn't excuse what you've just said at all. Mm. But I mm. think I think it opens up around Easter. Oh, okay. And I think it closes not Close straight after, after Halloween. Yeah, I was gonna, well, I was going to say, because I think they've done fireworks before. Yeah. I did fireworks at like, Alton Towers the other week. Yeah. But, yeah, I know it closes around, I'd, I'd have said around bonfire night. That'll be it for the season. Because that's when they get that you know it gives them time to do a lot of maintenance on their rides. Yeah, I think most UK theme parks close around now. Yeah. Yeah, except uh, Dick Charles Dickens Land or Charles Dickens World. Oh, 
Uh, I'll have you know, I think that's shut down altogether. What is that? It's just up the road from me. Uh, And you don't have... uh, You don't have, like, an annual pass? No. And you haven't read a book about it? No, I've never been there. In fact, it's in Medway, and I, I tend not to go to Medway. Sorry if anyone's listening from Medway. It's a lovely place. They won't be. They don't have internet. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I know nothing about Medway, by the way. Yeah, online purchase process is closed. I'm on their website now. It looks like I think it, it closed down. Oh, there goes the desert stock out in. Yeah, I've been telling all this money to go. Oh, God, well, this, it's bloody Trump, Toblerone. Edu- Toblerone as well. Oh God. Or is it's gonna? It's now known in this at least by me, the uh, the chocolate toast rack. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is what it looks like. Why have they done that? Save money. Yeah, it's costing them too much to make. It's um, it's. Uh, craft, which is is it Mondelez? Is that the, is that the parent company? Anyway, it's whatever company ruined Cadbury's, basically. Gotcha. It's it's them. So yeah, it's it's a way of saving money. They haven't blamed Brexit, but I'm sure they will. Next, you'll be saying to me that Trump's got shares in Craft. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? He doesn't pay taxes. We don't know. We don't know. Allegedly. No, not allegedly. He he, he openly admitted it, so it's fine. Oh, okay. We, That's we can fine. say that with no no issues whatsoever. Well, he has the almanac, so he can do what he wants, really, can't he? That, that is very true. We ran out last year, though. Oh, yeah. Year, so... Oh, well, he's screwed now, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I think it... Oh, oh. Back to the Future fans, message him. Because I don't know. That... I might have got that wrong. Darren, I know. He's a... Yeah. Yeah. Darren. Why if my time changed the timeline? Mm. It could well be that it goes even longer. Well, do you know the weird thing was? that I don't know if it was two or three days ago. It might have been the weekend. Michael J. Fox was actually in Universal Orlando. Yeah. yeah. My friends Natalie and Jamie saw him. <laughs> wow. Could it get any weirder? I know. It was, it was awesome, though. I mean, there was some... Um... Good pictures, well, average pictures. The pictures themselves weren't very good, but the content of the pictures was was what was good. And it was Michael J. Fox meeting the Universal Doc. He's very good, that guy. Is he really? Yeah, he is. He is the best. I mean, he's he's brilliant. But it would have been so awesome. I think the only thing possibly better would be Steven Spielberg on on ET or something. Oh my god! Uh, you, but what? Why do you not want to go on with Steven Spielberg? Jurassic Park, absolutely. Because he gets yeah. off at the top of the drop. Yep, he'd make you sit there in front of that T Rex while he hops off. Well, it, he jokes that every ride he gets on at Universal breaks down. So no, you don't want to get on any ride with Spielberg. <laughs> but but you know, is there like a massive slide? <laughs> Because, I mean, it's, it's quite tall up there. How does he get down? I don't know. He has to fight his way through the raptors and everything as well. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing that. I'll be honest. I'll just go down the drop. Yeah. Quite like that. Even though I'm not a big fan of heights, I think it's because it's indoors. 
I like that drop. Seems going forever. As well. Hey, I know what we haven't mentioned. What have we mentioned? My cruise. Ooh. Now this is not to be confused with uh, Ted Cruz, whose dad apparently <laughs> assassinated JFK allegedly. Um, bring it back onto politics. Of course, that didn't happen. Um, or Tom Cruise, who has a new film out at the moment. Um, this is your. Well, you tell us. Well, I, I went on a cruise. I went on the Disney Dream. Uh, it was a four-day cruise down to the Bahamas, and it was it was something we booked a very, very, very long time ago, and had to keep cancelling it because of schedules. But we had to finally. Do it. So it felt like a free cruise. You know when you paid for something so long ago and you haven't been able to do it, or you or you or you put a coat on, and you find a twenty pound note in there, and you didn't know you had. Yeah, that's that's, that's what it felt like. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I, I'm assuming it felt a bit better than that. Because to be honest, if I found a twenty pound note in my pocket or a cruise, I think I'd be more glad to find a cruise in the coat pocket. Or or an original Toblerone because you can get them on the cruise. Well, you see, this is the thing. You know, is it a case that if you buy the, the giant arse ones of Juicy Free, they're still proper tone grinds? That's a question that we're going to find out in, in time to come. Um, I think that goes down to the Brexit deal. <laughs> now, the Disney Dream. Um, yeah. Because I personally get very confused with uh, the wonder, the magic, the dream. Um, yeah. So where does that sit in the uh, the age of the show? Uh, the, the first two was the wonder and the something or other. And those two are the smaller two. And then the dream and the fantasy, I think the dream was the third eldest one. Right. And they're the, the two that are slightly larger. And then at the moment, supposedly, rumour, rumour, there's another two that are going to be bigger than these two being built in dry dock. And wow. um, so the dream, I dream, I think is the third eldest one. And it is, um, it, it is a beautiful ship, and the the people that work on it. I mean, if if you just forget it's Disney and you just just focus on the customer service and the quality and what you get for your money, you honestly cannot be a Disney cruise. It, it, it's such. I mean, when I go to the Disney resorts or or the Disney theme parks, there is a, a level of service that you get. And it is pretty good on the whole, although, in my opinion, I think it used to be a lot better. However, saying that, on the cruise, the service you get is phenomenal. It's an interesting so, one, because I've, I've seen this a few times recently about um, people talking about the, um, the customer experience not being as good at Disney now as it was a few years ago. Now, mm. you know, let's that's not to say that there aren't excellent cast members because there are, um, and we know some of them. Some listeners, so hello to you. Um, but I, I think that, that it's becoming more and more apparent that some of those people are being a bit, are getting a bit disillusioned for whatever reason. Um, I, I think possibly it might come down to the fact that they prefer everyone to be part time right. rather than time. So I think that might be a factor. Uh, and also might it also might be a factor that there's just a sheer quantity of people that go there now. Mm. That it's hard to have a consistently excellent service if you're phenomenally bombarded with with people as it has been because every year they say that they keep up in the numbers that go through the gate. Yeah. 
So it's got to be hard, isn't it, to sustain a quality service? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. Um, um, but with cruise ship, it, it, there is only a set number of people that can be on that ship. Um, so they haven't really got that problem in a way, and the ship can only dock so many times a year as well. So they haven't got, you know, they haven't really got that problem of capacity. Um, Do you think it could be a wage I, thing as well, though? A what thing, sorry? A wage. Like, you know, I, I'd assume that people working on cruise ships are probably paid a bit better. Well, the, the, I heard that they're paid less, but they work to greater tips. Right. That's what I'd heard. Right. Because it is very much, when you book your cruise, you actually pay, well, you can do, you can pay for all of your tips up front. Oh, right. Um, so then it's done and dusted. And then it's up to you whether you wish to give any additional gratuity when you're on the ship. I, I get it. But, and I mean, the thing is, I suppose the staff are really good uh, in your experience. But, you know, I know in America, at least, the, the tipping culture seems to be even if you get poor service, you should tip something. Um, but I don't want to pay all that money up front before knowing what I was getting mm. in return. But uh, okay. it's a funny dynamic. But I, but on the whole, I think you would be pretty surprised with how great the service is on there. Mm. Um, so is this your first Disney cruise, or this is second one? Uh, and it's only the second ever cruise I've ever done. So. I can't really comment on like Royal Caribbean or all the other ones that are out there. Um, but I just found that we booked the first cruise and then we booked the second one on the cruise. So we got quite a significant discount. And then because scheduling never worked out, we sort of delayed it, which you can do or, or used to be able to do. I don't know if you still can. Um, so that's why it was quite a big gap between the first cruise and the second cruise. But those cruises that go just down to the Bahamas, which is just the dream at the moment for the, a long weekend, if you like, they're actually very reasonable um, with not just Brits, but also a lot of, um, you know, mostly American uh, families. So it's not, it's not like, I mean, I was nervous at first on my first cruise because I didn't know what it'd be like, whether I'd be seasick or whatever. So if you want to dip your toe in, then this is the, like the perfect opportunity, like a long weekend, you know, before you do your 14-night cross-the-Atlantic cruise. So what kind of costs are we, are we looking at, do you think? Just a rough, you don't have to tell us exactly, but like a rough idea of, of what a cruise might be. Why don't we talk and I'll look it up. Sure. So, so when did you go, and where did you go? Uh, so, on this one, it was the, the dream goes down to Nassau, and then it, it in the Bahamas, um, which is a flea pit. I won't beat around the bush. It's horrible. <laughs> it is. It's horrible. There is. I read a, a statistic that there are more murders every day, in or every day per year in that area than there is in downtown Baghdad. Wow. It, it's not a nice place uh, but there are pockets of niceness if you want to go and see it my opinion and the opinion of a lot of people that go on the cruise they'd actually get off the ship when it goes to Nassau now just because it's not that great um, and then after Nassau it goes to Disney's private island and then it goes back to back to port which is Castaway Key that's the private island yes yeah. 
Yeah, and and Castaway Key. I mean, if I know they do these double dip cruises where you can um, basically uh, go to, just go to Castaway Key twice. I mean, that must be excellent because um, uh, it, it, it's just a really great place. Their island, it, it, it's it's hardly developed, and it's just got loads of beaches, loads of drink, loads of food. Loads of activities as well. Just, you know, it's just really nice and relaxing and chilled out. There's a huge adults beach as well. Uh, a three night cruise uh, starts at eleven hundred dollars. Okay. So, yeah, you're looking at probably fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred uh, with a balcony, and that's for two people. And that includes everything. It's very good. So the only, I think the only thing on top of that, I think, would just be alcohol. Yeah, that normally, that's normally the case. Yeah. So it's, you know, it, I think it's quite reasonable, particularly when you consider that if you was to have a room in, I don't know, the Wilderness Lodge or, you know, the Beach Club or something. I mean, what are they? Three hundred dollars a night? Around that mark? I don't know actually. Um, and these are like three and four nights. So I think it's I think it's incredibly reasonable. Um, and I would definitely recommend it, particularly if you're new to cruising, want to just try it out. The industry itself has boomed, hasn't it, in recent times? Yep, I'd say so. You know, it's a lot more popular than it used to be. I think it was a lot of people, particularly in the UK, just thought it was for the Saga Brigade. <laughs> you know your blue rinse and all that um but uh no it's not and and also on board the ship there's so much entertainment i mean they got a theater they've got a cinema um they've got uh all sorts of bars and restaurants and um so many different activities you know they've got the on the dream you've got the uh the funnel that goes all the way around the boat uh there's, there's stacks to do Absolutely stacks. I mean, you probably on a three or four night cruise, you you won't do everything, and I think that's the point. They want you to come back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what do you is, do? Is it something? Sorry. I was going to say because I know they have uh, some shows and things on the cruises. So, uh, did you get to see any of the shows? I didn't. I didn't actually see any of the shows this time. Um, last time I saw Villains Tonight, and. Uh, another one called Golden Mickey's, which is a bit like the Oscars. Um, but the Villains Tonight was very good. It had all the different villains um, singing different set pieces. Um, I'd quite like to see the Tangled show they're doing or uh, or the Aladdin one. I think that would be quite good. Okay. Yeah, because uh, that's what inspired the, the Broadway production, wasn't it? I think. I believe so, yeah. I think it was quite a hit on the ship. So they sort of rolled it out to a larger extent on Broadway. Uh, but they're very talented, the people that are in it. Anyway, it's, not, it's definitely not second rate or anything, you know, because cruise ship entertainment usually gets a bad name, you know, gets a bit of stick. I think but they're not. It's they're quite very cheesy. Good. I think it was, but yeah, I, mean, I think now it's taken very seriously. I've got a um, one of uh, my wife's uh, cousins has been a dancer on a cruise ship. 
um, uh, he does all kinds of, of dance. Um, but, you know, it wasn't a, just a case of, oh, you can dance, you know, he's a, he's a job. Mm. You know, there was lots of auditions that took place for people to get those roles. So it's not enough just to be able to do something. You have to be, you know, up there with the best. Yeah. You know, so I, th- I think you're right. It, it is taken quite seriously nowadays. And there wasn't a Jay McDonald in sight. Oh, what a shame. What a shame. <laughs> um, Amanda, Paul, I've been rabbiting on, which is, you know, unusual for somebody with uh, podcast itis. I think you prescribed <laughs> me with the other day. Um, but just wondered if, uh, you know, if there was any questions that you had. Did you go on the water slide? I did, yes. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, it was quite a long queue because um, it's very popular. Uh, the strange thing was, I remember being, um, I remember bobbing around in the sea by the beach on Castaway Quay, and I looked over at the ship, and there was still a bloody queue for the float. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking to yourself, why are you on the ship? <laughs> Sit down here. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what I did do. I got up early and I did do the Castaway Key Run Disney 5K. Yeah. Yeah. So you and uh, Paul and I, Run Disney medal holders. Yeah. Uh, and it was so hot, but it was well worth it. I was absolutely dripping with sweat. Uh, and at the end of it, I literally just went, just in all my running gear, just walked straight to the beach and just jumped in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you end a, a 5K, I tell you. Yeah, you don't want to do that at Disneyland Paris one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Freezing your tits off. No. Paul, is is there it something you'd consider doing? I, me personally, yes, I would. Um, I, I think it would be definitely... I, I think it definitely would have been something previously... Uh, like, like pre-kids. Absolutely. Um, with children, I still would consider it, but it's probably not as high on the agenda as as it would have been. I mean, to be honest, like for me, we're we're, we're desperate to go back, but we want to wait till the kids are a bit older, and so I think it would depend very much on how much um, a trip to Disney World cost. Yeah, because that seems to be something that you know, despite everything, he's, he's still kind of going up in price. Mm. Um, you know, tickets are getting more expensive, accommodations getting a bit more expensive. I know what you said earlier, but, uh, you know, generally it's it's not getting, uh, it's not in, uh, decreasing in value. So um, it would probably depend on that to if we'd add that as part of the holiday. Definitely would like to, um, but it's still an expense to, to add on top. So... Saying that, I, I think I, I might do one of the European ones. Well, there's an idea. You know, I mean, they're a bit longer, so they're a little bit more expensive. But, you know, some of the ports they go to, you know, amazing. You know, around the Mediterranean. That's it. Yeah. Paul, the, the, if, you're, if you go without kids, like we did, obviously, um, the adults-only areas are really good. I mean, they are brilliant. I mean, the whole top half of the front section of the ship is adults only okay 
and it's great. You just got there. There's no screaming kids. There's no queues for anything. There's just loads of chilled out adults. <laughs> if uh, I, I mean, I would refer to uh, doing that, doing something like that without kids, as uh, doing a good job. <laughs> Even Adam. Um, saying that though, I mean, on a, on a cruise ship, technically, uh, technically, you could probably, you know, just you know, go with kids and still do that. You could do, yeah. You where could, are they going to go? Well, that's it. You Overboard, could, you but either. otherwise, where are they going to go? Well, you can send them off. I mean, there's loads of kids clubs and, and all different activities for them. I mean, there's this great thing called Midship Detective where they, um, I think that, I think it's sponsored by the by the Muppets and you, you basically are given all these clues. A bit like the um, Keys to the Kingdom. Uh, what's, what's it called? The In the Magic uh, Kingdom, there's that thing with the cards. Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. That's it, that one. Um, so there's something similar like that where you go around the ship and you're a detective and you've got to try and work out all these puzzles and then things come to life, like like posters and all sorts. So. Awesome. Yeah. Do they still have the... Um, guy? Just because just I suddenly thought of it, do they still have the um, Perry the Platypus thing around Epcot? The Agent Pay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Phineas and Ferb. I wish they didn't cancel it. Poor Phineas and Ferb. Paul, would it be something that you'd uh, you'd consider? We we've looked, uh, and I have to. I probably agree with you, Nick. That it, I'm gonna, probably going to wait until Sam's a bit older. Um, then we can kind of leave him without having to worry and and things like that, where he can go to the the clubs and things. But yeah, we have we've definitely looked at it and and considered it, and at some point we probably will go on one. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda. I think I'd like to. My friend goes on a cruise um, every year. He always goes on um, a Disney cruise. And he has so much fun and I always get really jealous. But I feel like then I'd have to book like a four-week holiday. (laughs) Do it, Amanda. Go for it. Seems to me, like, I, I think two weeks is fine. Like, you know, the last time we did Disney... We did three weeks, but we spent a week, or we were supposed to spend a week at Clearwater as the relaxation part of the holiday. We just found it very boring. But we was able to get the majority of what we wanted to do done in two weeks. Mm. So you could probably get away with a three-week holiday, really. I feel like four. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That, that That does sound good, Chris. So it's... It's definitely something that, um, you know, I, I am interested in. But, uh, yeah, probably not probably not for me for now. So, slightly jealous. Slightly jealous. Um, right, was there, was there anything else or, or are we all good? Did, um, question, did, did Universal do some kind of 5K this week? Yeah, just, a, was... just a fun run. It wasn't in aid of anything, I don't think. I think they just did it. <laughs> do you think they're testing the waters by trying to do something to compete with Run Disney? It really wouldn't surprise me at all. I know they did do one at Hollywood for a while. They did a 10K around the back lot. Did they? Yeah, um, but that seems to have disappeared now. But yeah, it's not the first time they've tried something. Well, going uphill? No, it was oh, it was down. Yeah, there was no way you could run up that. <laughs> it's old enough getting up the front, just walking. I've done that before. That yes. was 
that's a pain. <laughs> yeah, so have I. That's horrible. So, you know, yeah. that just proves that I listened to Universal After Dark. Because I had no idea about how hilly the Universal at Hollywood was. Very. It, mm. it is bizarre. It is literally like teetering on the top of the mountain. But it wasn't, although you said it was a fun one, it wasn't a theme to anything then, Paul. No. But I, I can definitely see them doing like, you know, the ET 5K, the King Kong 10K or something, you know. Yeah, certainly once that if that third proper park comes along, mm. there'll be there'll be definitely enough land for them to run a half. Minions, surely. Minions. Yeah. Runs. Yeah. It's, it's got to be the obvious. But actually, so they that's... Could... sorry, go on. I was just say they couldn't use Marvel though, could they? No. No, no, no. Though, no. though to be fair, Disney aren't even using the Marvel name for theirs anymore. <laughs> Oh, it's such a bizarre contract, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see the schmuck at Marvel that thought that was a good idea. Um, but I think the last thing we should talk about on this week's show, and we seem to have completely forgotten, even though we was waxing lyrical about it the other day, was the new hotel that's being built. And then there was silence. Oh, there you are. <laughs> it, it went dead. Oh, well, that makes more sense then. I did wonder where everyone went. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the new hotel. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, was, it, was it announced Monday? Yes. I think. Yeah. Because it's quite funny. We was all online when it was announced. It was in the, it was in the afternoon, wasn't it? It was quite an odd time for it to, to come out. Uh, what was yeah. it called? Aventura. Or, as I like to refer to it, a better version of Bay Lake Towers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what it means in Spanish. Um, I think that's a translation. Um, so, uh, it's it's a very nice-looking hotel. I'm it? so excited about it. But, you know, surely this is not going to be another... You know, you've just been to a fantastic hotel. Do you think they're going to trump that one? Pardon the um, well, I mean, they've got a fancy bar at the top of it that looks out onto the volcano, Volcano Bay, so I feel like it could be a strong contender. Do you think they might put a restaurant up there and call it, like, the uh, the Miami Grill? Uh, yeah. <laughs> or the San Francisco Grill. Um, yeah, I mean, you mentioned Bay Lake Tower, Chris, uh, and you mentioned this the other day. Do we think that's what this is going to... That, that, that consider that? Uh, what do you mean? Well, I mean, Bay Lake Tower is a, uh, a Disney... B- 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 what's it called? Oh, DVC. Timeshare. DVC. Um, yeah. Yeah, not, 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 time, not a timeshare, not a pyramid scheme. Um, do you think that they would, you know, try and do something similar? Well, they did, uh, funny enough, um, back in the early 2000s, they did toy with the idea because they were quite keen to see, well, they were quite keen to nick some of the market because Disney was sort of rolling out DVCs like hot dinners back then. Um, and the first DVC that I know Universal were really, they, they got to design stage, um, so I've heard, uh, was a DVC that would have basically been built on the shores of Jaws Lake. 
um, which is currently uh, so it's the back of Harry Potter now, but it it used to be a staff parking lot. Um, but it, it would have been built there. That was the the place they were looking to build. It would have, I think, it would have been something similar in style, and then you would have paid extra for a view out looking at Jaws. Right. It got. It, I think it got fairly far down the design stage, but I think it was around the time then when they got sold, and I think that's what put pay to the idea. Mm. They just didn't have the money. I'm I'm just worried though that, I mean. Yes, there's this third gate that's coming, but we've heard nothing about the third gate other than the fact, of course, it's Game of Thrones. Uh, the room that we <laughs> will keep hammering home on here just for shits and giggles. But, um, you know, there doesn't seem to be much going on with that third gate. And, what? you know, this is the, what, the the second hotel in three years? Yes. Yeah. Third in five. It's the what? Sorry. Third in five. Third in five. Yeah, Cabana Bay came. Yes, that's yes, of course it did. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, from from my opinion, from my view, it seems like they're building more hotels than they are anything else. And I mean, yes, they're building an attraction at the rate of almost one a year, but surely they they don't need that all that capacity. Yeah, for the water park. It's a water park, though. No, this is going to be a water park. This is going to be so good. I, I know, I know that they're they're hyping it up. I know that, but it's still a water park. A super water park. But it's like, so who's been to Aquatica? No. Nope. Really? Nope. Wow. Okay. All right. I, so the one, <laughs> the one thing on this show that I've done that no one else has done. So I did Aquatica. So um, I went when I went to the first time I went to SeaWorld, They had uh, an area that was, uh, is it called Blue Sky? Is that what they call it? Where they are showing off what they're going to be doing in the future. Yeah. So they had that for Aquatica because that was um, uh, a. I think they just started on it or they were just about to start work on Aquatica. And I remember them uh, going on about this water slide where um, you would actually go under the water and you would it was clear so you could see the dolphins swimming around. Uh, mm-hmm. Looked awesome. Looked really awesome. So um, we were excited that Aquatica just opened not long before we went back out there. So knowing that that was one of its main attractions, you know, thought well, that that'd be great, and um, thought we'd go there for half a day or so because water parks generally, you know, for for us it's it's a half day at best. So we went there and did a couple of slides, and then we queued up for ages through this this you know amazing slide with the the clear tube. And this is what happens, and anyone that's been to Aquatic and done this will will probably back me up on this. You go down the tube, you go down the slide, and you know it's it's quite a generic slide. Doesn't look any different. And then all of a sudden, it becomes you you see light, you see uh, it's it's coming up to be clear, and then you go flying past the the fish that are there, and then out at the other end. Really, you, you are in that section for probably less than a second. On top of that. You have water being like sprayed in your eyes because of how water slide works. So you all you see is a blur. 
as you go through this slide. Now, the marketing on this was amazing. Like, you know, all the publicity stills and everything were, were fantastic. And you're like, that was crap. Oh, and so that's why, that's why I'm always a bit apprehensive when it comes to water parks and, and what they're offering. There was some news last week about the fourth gate, though. The fourth um, gate. Yeah. So, so. Oh yeah, because Volcano we, Bay. Yeah. If we call, if we say a water park is a theme park, which it's not, but let's pretend it is. <laughs> um, the fourth gate where they wanted to build, which was a parcel of land they recently purchased back after selling it when they were skint. Um, supposedly, when they sold it under the old management. They put a uh, what do you call it? A condition on the sale uh, that no themed entertainment could be built on the land. No complete calls, yeah. Yeah. So now they've bought back the land. They've now got to try and sort out a legal situation that they created when they flogged it in the nineties. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's delayed things somewhat. <laughs> yeah, you can't make it up. Oh, that is that that is joyful. That is joyful. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't write that if you wanted to. No. <laughs> oh man. Right. Well, I think that's probably enough for tonight. So, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, hopefully, it's it's been enjoyable for you as it has been for us. And uh, I, I guess there'll be a, a universal dark following this one, not too soon after. And uh, we'll speak to you in a few weeks' time. Bye. Bang. Cheerio, bye. Bye. Right, so it's it's time to talk about the other sponsor we have uh, for the After Dark Podcast Network. And, gents, if you were thinking, as you, you have done previously and you will do again, if you was thinking about uh, booking a trip to, you know, one of the parks that we've talked about, who would you think of, of asking or, or at least approaching? Well, there's only Wendy. one name. One name that springs to mind only. Wendy. So Wendy's so famous, she's only got one name like Madonna or Cher. Well, it's not actually true. She has she has two because she's got a surname as well, which is Pratter. So of course, Wendy Pratter at Magical, Magical Journeys Travels. It's so we're so well prepared with this. It's like we've been practicing all day, finishing off each other's. Sentences. Sandwiches. For God's <laughs> sake. This is totally unorganised. But we may be unorganised, but Wendy is not. Oh, smooth. You see? That's, what, she, did that. that's what she's there for. Um, I'm a big fan of your work. Oh, well, we're a big fan of Wendy's work, which is, which is the point more than that. Um, you know, whether you've been to Disney one or a hundred times, there's still lots of planning involved, and I think we can all attest to that. And the burgers yep. are good as well. They are. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Um, and of course, now in Magic Bands, everything else is even more complex. I mean, geez, the last time I went, it was much easier than it is nowadays. So, you know, Wendy can be the person to take away that pain of getting a reservation for Be Our Guest. Where, friend of the show, that Florida guy, just tried, tried the grey stuff. Yeah, hasn't reported back yet as to what it tasted like um, and you know you could try and get a fast pass for Anna and Elsa now if us mere uh, muggles or, or mortals uh, tried to get a fast pass 
for be our guest or anyone else and meet and greets, how successful do you think we would be? Well, I've already failed. I didn't get I didn't get an idea for be our guest. Say so. I wish I'd I wish I'd gone to Wendy for that one. <laughs> Wendy, not just the home of good burgers, but the mm-hmm. home of good travel planning. So yeah. visit Wendy at wpmagicjourneys.com or you can contact her on Twitter at wpmagicjourneys. And of course, if you mention that you heard one of our amazing podcasts. Uh, and that's how you got to uh, to hear of Wendy. Uh, she'll give you twenty five dollars off your deposit for any trip package. And uh, our own Mister Ripley at the moment has been on a one of the Disney cruises, and uh, she's able to offer generous on board credits for Disney Cruise Lines as well. Something to bear in mind. So if you are thinking of uh, of you know making a trip before you go anywhere else, go and find Wendy Pratt at Magical Journeys Travels. WPMagicJourneys.com Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you'll feel like a prat. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.